This is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels, former TNA X Division Champion and former TNA World Tag Team Champion, and you are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Enjoy. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 118 of the TNA Cross Line Podcast. I am Bob Conley Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we are back with yet again another weekly pay-per-view, August 11th, 2004, where tonight we will be finding out who the new X Division champion will be. That's right. Vince Russo has essentially vacated the co-champions, Kazarian and Michael Shane. They are no longer co-champs. They are now co-vacated champions. Boo. Tonight there will be a gauntlet for the gold. 20 guys, I think, roughly, are going to be in this match. Shane and Kazarian are both involved. So they have the opportunity to become singles champions, but not co-champions anymore. But also tonight, the best of three series between AMW and X begins, where the winning team of the best of three will then become the number one contenders to take on the Naturals, if the Naturals are, in fact, still the champions at that time. But guess what? There's more in the tag team division. Because while the best of three will lead to a number one contender, there's a number one contendership for the tag team champions tonight, where the three live crew, BG James and Conan, will be teaming up to take on Eric Young and Johnny Devine of Team Canada. So one of those two teams will then meet the Naturals and yet, one last thing that we know for sure tonight is David Young seeking his first win in seemingly two years. He'll be taking on Glenn Gilbert. Dallas, I must ask you, are you ready for a gauntlet for the gold? I think an X-Division gauntlet for the gold is going to be just what I need on this uh, morning that we are recording because for some reason I'm not awake yet. And maybe that'll perk me up a bit. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm in the mood for a little battle royale, and I think an X-Division one will be a lot more fun than a normal one. It ain't just going to be throwing bow, bows with the boys on this specific one, I have a feeling, uh, which is fine with me. Um, also, uh, that David young Glenn Gilberti match, I believe we are aware of the fact that the loser of that match will be fired. Uh, yeah, but is, are they really going to be fired? I've been saying it for a while, man. I don't know how much longer we're going to see Gilberti. I think this is potentially the end. I mean, I don't think I'd be upset about it. Is it maybe, let's say Gilberti were to lose, maybe the goal around here is that he he wouldn't be a wrestler, but he could be like a manager. I'd be okay with that. Be, I might not be able to wrestle, but I got my manager license and I can do that. I think some of the best stuff we saw Gilberti do was be the manager for Swinger and Diamond. Yeah. It's it, And I've said it before. It's kind of crazy to think back and be like, oh, there's some stuff that Glenn Gilberti did here in TNA that was pretty enjoyable. Especially when he first came in, it was like, oh, why? And now it's the same kind of feeling. But, like, 
I still liked when I think it went a little fast, but I still liked when he was like the leader of sex and stuff like that. Uh, but his manager stuff, I think, was was the highlight of his run so far, to be honest. And that happened because he was injured. Yeah, you were like one of three people that enjoyed his uh, main event run there. No, listen, I'm not saying he's smoking my favorite cigar, wrestler. Smoking cigars in the back and saying King of the World or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's some of it that was like goofy shit, but like, I don't know. They they did a good job building it, I thought. Uh, Dallas, I don't know if people listening are going to be able to hear it, but your microphone does sound static. Really? Oh, At least man. a little bit. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute and like try to unplug and plug it back in then. So, um, you can you can keep talking about our great card tonight. Okay. Well, as there's the gauntlet for the gold, there are several people likely in this match that we uh, don't know about or uh, haven't seen. I do know or seem to recall that L.A. Park, the original La Parca, is in fact going to be making his TNA debut. Nigel McGuinness, I believe, was also uh, announced as being involved in the match. He is a Ring of Honor uh, guy. I don't know necessarily if he's there full-time at this point here in 2004, but that's where he's best known. Uh, best known from, at least. Uh, interestingly enough, and I mentioned this to Dale's off-air, uh, there are no real true main eventers involved in the show. There's no Raven, at least not action-wise here. There's no Raven, there's no Jarrett, there's no Monty Brown, there's no Jeff Hardy. So this is going to be completely dependent on your lower mid-card and, honestly, your X-Division are going to be carrying the show. So that would be a bit interesting to see if uh, if we maintain our interest in the show. And by we, I mean me, because I do like to have some Monty Brown in my life, and I do like to have some Raven. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, I think you sound better. I'm hoping I do. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know what's going on if it is, but um, if I'm not talking during the show, I'll try to mute in case it, if in case it's a little staticky, because I can't no. hear nothing on my end. Right now, I think you're good because mm. before what you were talking, there'd be like a little bit of a static sound, but I think it's mm. at least been eliminated yeah. for now. Just in case I tried to move, I mean, I use an iPad for my notes and try to scooch it over a little bit. I move my phone to the side because I know that it was originally when I started Icopod, my old microphone was a real piece of shit and it would like have interference with other electronics. Yeah. We're doing I did a double unplug the back, this side. Who cares? You guys think I'm going to edit this out, but I'm not because, guys, this is life. Who, Who cares? cares? Who's got time for that? Who Who's got time for that? I, I, half the time I edit the episode, hours before it goes live the night before because i i have no time mm-hmm. i actually try not to do that but you know sometimes i do it all the time it happens man i mean it's just what it is at this point uh icopod has been deceased and uh oftentimes i would be um editing those like at midnight so the night before it goes out <laughs> For instance, when we went to your cookout, I had forgotten to do it. And when we got back at like midnight, I had to do it real quick. Oh, shit. <laughs> that well, that, it's funny you say that, Bob, because at the, the time of that, the, our episode right now, 118 drops. Arcopod is uh, it's kind of wrapped for a couple weeks, I think. I think yeah, it kind of started our hiatus. So yeah, it's like kind of official at this point. Um, but if, hey, if you uh, if you haven't checked out Icopod, me, Bob, and our friend Austin, we're watching WWF Raw from 1996. We just finished up 
that we were taking a brief hiatus for yeah, an undis he's... undisclosed amount of time before yeah. we tried to watch some WCW. <clears throat> and the uh, the back catalog of that was uh, Raws and pay-per-views and stuff like that from 93 through 96. There's some WCW pay-per-views in there. There's the ECW one. There's a Smoky Mountain one. There's, just, so yeah, there's are, a lot of shit. There's several bonus episodes. I think almost like 30 bonus episodes or something like that. So. It's so crazy. And here we are, Bob. We only have, what, like like five. We have yeah. five bonus episodes. But you know what? It's only like, watching two-hour-long pay-per-views every fucking and, week. And you know what's funny, too, about TNA is, like, people always were talking about, like, how oh, TNA won't last three weeks or three months or whatever. And then this know. podcast has uh, continued on past Psychopod. There we go. Not, I mean, not, not length. Length, but... It, just general stuff. Yeah, that's true. Psychopod died well, and he's still going. And I'm hoping we can uh, drag Austin's ass on here at least for a show or two here. I think that'd be pretty fun. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to arrange that. Well, I would like to have Austin on for like a paper, like a monthly pay per view. Yeah, yeah, monthly. Maybe even victory early. I was kind of thinking that. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll uh, we'll uh, see what we can do there. But yeah, no promises. No promises. He's in a different state now. Who knows? Time zones, dude. He's he's definitely not on our same time zone. Um, so I think I don't know if you were there for that, but I remember one time talking to him, and he was like, "What time is it there in New York?" Jesus. And when he's in Florida, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Aren't I like ahead of you or whatever?" And I was like, "Oh my god, no, it's the same time. It's seven o'clock there. It's seven o'clock here." Like, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. He was like, "What?" Whoa. <laughs> Well, because it's so far away, it feels like it should be a different time, even though yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I visited um, a friend out in Vegas a few years ago. Now, that was weird because, for example, I think it was like my mom's birthday on one of the days I was gone. And she was like, oh, he, he told my sister, like, oh, your, your brother didn't call me. And I was like, okay, well, um, it's about 6 a.m. your time right now. So that would right. be why. That'd be why I did not. Or, you know, whatever, whatever it ended up. I know maybe it wasn't 6 a.m. You know what I mean, though, because we yeah. were three hours back. It was, it was, so it was earlier for me. That's what I mean. It was earlier for right. me than it was for, for here in New York. But Right, so it's like 8 a.m. for her, but it's 5 a.m. for you. So like or, whatever, not, or whatever, or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, it's like noon. It's like, yeah, it's 9, and I'm barely awake yet Right. for, for the day. And I'm fucking jet-lagged, and right. <laughs> my time zones are fucked up. Yeah, it was funny. Um, Bob, I do not have a lot of notes before we get into the show today, which is always nice for the weekly pay-per-views. Because uh, as you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, we do most of our notes uh, before our Impact episodes that drop every Saturday. So really, I just got to talk about Impact that we just watched. So it's not bad. And there was a there's a surprising name backstage at our last Impact show. Really? Yeah. Uh, so let's do a rundown of the card real quick. Uh, and this was uh, Impact number 10 from uh, – it, it aired on August 6, 2004. And it featured the following matches. America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm, who, by the way, Bob, J uh, Chris Harris stepped into an Impact ring for the first time in like 11 years recently. Uh, oh. did, did he wrestle or no? Yeah, he did. He wrestled? He fucking wrestled. 
at against all odds. No there. way. They it was a it was a ten man tag, so he didn't do a ton, but he was there. And how they. Do you, um, how do you I mean, he's been better, <laughs> but hey, for the first time, I love it. They hit all their spots. They did the heart attack. They did the. Uh, you know the one where they have the guy and they throw him on the other guy with the crotch, crotch. Right, first. right, 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 right. I I was a multitasking during this match. I couldn't. I don't think they hit that sentence, but I cannot remember. Uh, if they did, I would imagine Storm would be doing the leg drop and not Harris, right? Uh, I I would think so, but I did see a see. I'm gonna have to check this out because I thought I saw a post that mentioned that they hit it, but like I didn't. Like I said, I wasn't. I was like working, doing other stuff during the show. Um, I'm gonna have to watch both Slammiversary and now against all odds, but I I need to see Chris Harris and see how he did. He had, I mean, he had like gear and everything. Like it, he, I mean, he had like a, I think it was more of a vest made, than like a shirt. Um, but it wasn't just a t-shirt, which I I you know you know t-shirts go. You see, America's Most Wanted, one night only. I was trying to see if there was like a clip or something, but it's a one night only. Oh yeah, I don't think he's like wrestling more than this. No, no, uh, but I'm saying it was a paper, not like a TNA one night only thing. With like no, no, this was like you know the Impact Insider Specials, Fight TV, and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. So it was like very like this is just a one time thing kind of kind of idea. Oh wait, here we go. Let me let me look at this real quick. We're talking about it. This is relatable to us. I found a. Page that's breaking down the matches. I haven't finished it. Maybe I didn't even finish the match. I thought I finished the match. But I'm like, I didn't finish the show yet. Let's see. Oops, it went to the wrong part. It was a good show so far. But you do need to watch Slammiversary. Slammiversary is like really good. Yeah. I don't, even know if I, I don't think I'd review it, but I probably would watch it. Okay, so I, I need to go back and I either rewind or find out where I am because... Storm hits the last Con Kenny King, and then Harris climbs to the top and hits the vintage. America's Most Wanted. That sentence for the win. Wow. Can you believe that? That legitimately surprises me. Oh, in dude, a good, in a good In a good way. Wait, here we go. Here we go. There, I got the link to uh, Impacts. They posted it on their, their Twitter page. So I can show you this and prove Okay, why did it not bring me to the tweet? I'm just gonna click. I'm just gonna click the link here. Turn turn that down. We don't want to scare anyone. Oh, I had to rewind. That was really fast. There, there he goes. Boom. Oh my god. He hit it, man. Yeah, he did. It wasn't necessarily pretty. like it wasn't necessarily graceful, but yeah, he hit it. No, no, but um, he has like I I like his gear. He had some cool gear on. It's got you know all the stars and everything, and uh, he had like a weight belt on even that says like America's Most Wanted and Wildcat vest and everything. So you know what? I think it's time. I think he should make a return, and uh, you know why not? Fuck it. It yeah, was pretty I cool. Like that's not- I feel like that's not going to happen. No, me either. Uh, this is also the same show where Raven um, essentially made his return. And he ended up being on commentary for a Raven's Clockwork Orange House of Fun match between Sammy Callahan and Moose. I have not got to that match yet. 
But I did hear that uh, Raven on commentary apparently was like not very good. Um, that's a shame because he was really good before. I don't know. I like Johnny Polo and stuff. I want to know. I, I haven't got there yet. So I haven't had my, I don't have my own opinion, but I heard a lot of people on Twitter or at the time of the show were not, um, not very thrilled with the fact that he was doing that. Well, I also know that people are not necessarily thrilled because of like some allegations have come out against Raven. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I don't do I, I don't want to know right now. I don't, I can't remember the, uh, I don't want to know right now. The wrestler. It was a female wrestler too. Oh no! I think think it was female. I can't remember. It was just—it sounded like uh, he was being like pervy. Not necessarily that he physically did something, but more like mental. Well, not that that's good. No, no. But at least he's not Joey Ryan. So, in that regard, I guess they're not doing too bad. That's true. And anyway, Jesus. Wow, Bob just ruined my fucking Sunday morning. Um, oh. I'm, I'll Google that later. Um, so, okay. Anyways, back to Impact results. Now that we... Dude, America's Most Wanted, dude. Still kicking 2022. Who would have thought 18 years later? <laughs> still getting Bob's. Um, so they uh, they had a match against Antonio Banks and Salvatore Renaro. And uh, they won in 2 minutes and 43 seconds. Monty Brown defeated Bruce Steele in a minute, 58 seconds. AJ Styles defeated the returning Jason Cross in three minutes, 37 seconds. And did you think that he hit his shooting star leg drop? No. No, he did not. Because he fucking never does. It's a cool move, and he never fucking hits it. I mean, he hit it like one time. Okay, he hit it once, and did he win with it, Bob? Oh, did they kick out? I think they did kick out, didn't they? I feel like I don't think he won with it. I don't remember, I guess, but... Um, Raven defeated Gabriel in two minutes and, uh, three seconds. Did I just say the wrong name? Did I say Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy defeated Gabriel. Yeah, you said Raven. Jesus. See, you got Raven on my mind now, man. I'm sorry. Jeff Hardy defeated Gabriel two minutes, three seconds. And then finally, (laughs) in the main event, there was an eight-man tag team match where Kazarian, Kid Cash, Michael Shane, and Petey Williams defeated the team of Chris Sabin, Sanjay Dutt, and Triple X's. Christopher Daniels and prime time in nine minutes, 42 seconds, nearly hitting that time limit draw and needing a judge to decide the winner. And as Bob mentioned, we got a lot of names for that um, going for the gold on tonight's show, which I am very excited about. Um, So basically, like I said, not a whole lot of shit to talk about. In fact, one of my notes, looking at it again, I don't need to talk about it. Because all it is, is, oh wait, nope, that's actually an old note, but it's talking about the matches for the night show. Um, so basically, uh, Dave notes here that the TV uh, remained largely the squash format, which I think is kind of to be expected at the time. Uh, Monty Brown has turned uh, his character Babyface. Uh, the local fans who come out weekly boo hardy, but the casual fans drown them out with cheers. Uh, they announced the David Young Glenn Gilberti match with the loser gets cut. So Dave notes that Gilberti will be punished for doing his Hawaii trip. Remember <sighs> weeks ago, he we talked about that where he went to Hawaii and missed the show. Uh, the main event was the only non-squash where I just mentioned it, that eight-man tag. Uh, Dave says it was a good match, 
Uh, Raven ended up interfering, attacking Sanjay Dutt to set up uh, Petey Williams pinning Dutt with the Canadian Destroyer. And there was another big brawl to end the show. And basically, uh, that was kind of to help continue the Raven Sabu story. That, that, which makes sense. I mean, Sit, right. Sanjay is kind of aligned with him. Um, and my only other note, as I mentioned, there was someone backstage on the August 5th taping in Orlando. And that was Spanky, Brian Kendrick. He was backstage. Oh. And he was actually asked to make his debut on August 11th for the X Division Gauntlet on tonight's show. But he cannot do it because he has some zero one commitments. So he's unable to be in that gauntlet. But that was, we've heard his name thrown around. For it's got to be a year at this point. Yeah, we've heard a, a couple. I think a couple of times. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been thrown around quite a bit, but unfortunately, it's still not. It's still not the night. <laughs> I, I don't know for sure, Bob, but does he make his debut before? Uh, you know, six or so years from now. Uh, I'm gonna say that he does. Oh, okay. I'll accept it. I wasn't sure. But the the way it's talked about, it's making me think, like, I don't know. Are we ever going to see this guy? I think that – I think it's, like, a one-off. That's fine. Because, uh, cause like, what, 2005, you go – he's in, I know he's in Ring of Honor in 2005, and I think in, what, by 06, he's in WWE again mm. with London. Mm. So. But, yeah, it's uh, I, I want to say it's a one-off. The, okay. Uh, okay. I'll t- accept it. Yeah, well, you should. I will. Um, I think it'll be fun when it happens. But uh, actually, I was going to say I'm all <laughs> on, but Bob, we got to talk about Explosion really quick, and then we can get going here. Um, Explosion number 91. It was taped on the same day as the show we're about to watch, August 11, 2004, and it aired on August 14, 2004, and it featured the following four matches. It's fucking loaded, dude. If this was AEW Dark. They'd be pushing this shit like the biggest show of all time. The Naturals, Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens, defeated Matt Mayer and Ty Smiley. Abyss defeated Cody Steele. Bobby Roode defeated Scotty Matthews. And Monty Brown defeated Jake O'Reilly. So, um, you know, kind of what you'd expect on Explosion. And will some of those matches be uploaded? Onto YouTube, you never know. Well, it's funny you say that because I have the Brian Turner VHS Rehab Explosion Update. Dude, this guy is so freaking awesome. He is a hero amongst heroes. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. So, uh, I want to say it's been a little bit since we recorded. When was the last time that we got on here? Well, let's see. We we didn't. I mean, technically, it's been about two weeks. Okay, we, so, we kind of took a week off because uh, our buddy was in town. Okay, so then there's actually going to be maybe several more than I anticipated that I probably have to mention. But you know what? This is worth it, dude. Hashtag we want explosion is working in one way or another. It's just okay. not how we so, expected. <clears throat> right. I know that I told you about Eric Watts and Slick Wagner Brown. Yes. Okay. So from there we have uh, David Flair against Horace the Psychopath. Oh my god. That was up, updated. That's from uh, March 29, 2003. Wow. Uh, and then it looks like the next one 
would be three life crew, Conan, Killings, and BG James against Saronaro and the team of Matt and Tommy Vandell. That was also from 2003. Doesn't have a specific date for that one, but it's there. Uh, let's see. Shark Boy against Ryan Ash. That's from March 29th. So he might have full shows. He's just splitting them up by match and like putting them up. Wherever. I think he is. I think, which is like fine. If we can get him anyway, I'm fine with anything. Yeah. Uh, Derek King against James Storm. That's from April 5th, 2003. Oh. Chris Harris against The Rocker. Also April 5th, 2003. Could that be Marty Jannetty, dude? The Rocker? I truly doubt it. Could be this, is, uh, this is one I might want to check out here. Johnny Curtis, also known as Fondango, Ooh. against Adam Booker from January 18th, 2003. Uh, so let's see here. That's not in the match. That's not a match. Chris Sabin against John McChesney, which could be good. That's from October 4th, 2003. There's a lot more updates on here than I was anticipating. Yeah, dude, there's, I mean, Uh, he just keeps going. It's awesome. It looks like a couple more. Alan Funk, angry Alan Funk against our boy Rick Santel. Dude, Jordan tagged us in this. Yes. And I just got excited. I mean, he was wanted us to be like, hey, look, Rick Santel. For me, it was like, oh, shit, Alan Funk again. For me, it was Rick Santel. Because I've never, I've you mean, yet to see this guy with this Rick Santel. Yeah. Why do I have his trading card next to me while we record? I have no fucking idea. And, and ready to fucking show. Ready to show. Literally the top of the deck. Yeah, that's incredible. Rick Santel. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, the most that we know about Rick Santel was like he broke his collarbone and he didn't. He kept on forgetting to sell it. That's a really good. One. That is literally all we know, huh? Yeah. Uh, there, this is maybe interesting. Uh. There is a TNA Explosion fan Halloween contest. Oh, from shit. October 26, 2002. And it goes just over seven minutes. So that could be maybe fun to watch. From I think that's kind of the stuff I, I'm more interested in even. They're, they had, he's uploaded, this was some of the older ones, but it was like when Three Life Crew would like walk around the fairgrounds and shit. Right. Like that's the shit that was even more interesting to me because it's like, Random segments they never would do on the pay-per-view. Yeah. His YouTube channel is turning into be one of my favorites. Because it's not even just Explosion, obviously. It's other, like, Tennessee yeah. no-name indies that are really getting uh, focus here. Uh, Eric Watts and David Young taking on the Beale Street Posse. That was from April 5th, 2003. So it sounds like the April 5th, 2003 show is probably uploaded in full, but in separate matches. Right. Or separate videos. Uh, David Young against Jimmy Rave. From October 25th, 2003. Uh, I think we only got one more here. The last one that's been uploaded so far was Conan against Sal Renaro, which I actually watched, I think, a little bit. Also from April 5th, 2003. So that April 5th, 2003. Oh, I lied. There's one more. Matt Vandell and Mike Preston against Killer Kyle and Spider from 2003. Wow. This is nuts. I mean, it's truly nuts. And I want to point out that he tends to upload his stuff around noon. That's when it starts to get posted. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Check it out. Support the explosion stuff. Support his channel. Uh, 
that type of stuff, uh, uploading it and probably editing it is uh, not probably easy, nor is it fun. Especially if it's coming off of VHS tapes. No, that's got to be fucking miserable. But he's doing it for us, the fans. Yeah. And look, you, just in case you didn't think there was anything else, you could watch Sex Kitten Kathy Kitten's Lair with Goddess Athena. That was the latest one, yeah. I thought Dude, it was Ozzy Osbourne for a second. Dude, it literally looks like it. What in the world? Prentice's Nashville Fairgrounds Fever Dream Part 1 from NWA Worldwide TV from 2000. Yeah. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, dude, that's some crazy stuff on here that I'm just like, yes. There was like, a Jimmy Rave-Jason Cross match. I don't think I mentioned that. December 7, 2002. That's been uh, on here. Dude, there's some really good shit. Like, I think for wrestling recaps, I'm going to start doing, like, uh, YouTube uh, potpourri. Oh, I like that. And, like, just maybe pick a couple of videos and, like, review them. And then... Uh, do it. Oh, there's another Rick Santel match. It's Matt Stryker. Dude, there's some Dusty Rhodes hard sells the pay-per-view on Explosion. Brian uh, Lee and Gary Wolf. I'm sure I've mentioned some of these before, but it's like I forget. Holy shit, dude. Jamie Noble versus or dude, John Noble. Look at this. Browning. Justice, who's Abyss, with yeah. the goddess Athena, is the champ on NWA Wildside Wrestling TV Georgia from 2001. Ooh, okay, I gotta stop looking at this, or we're gonna. This is gonna be a different show. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. This is great stuff. Um, ooh, okay. Well, I still do my explosion notes. I'm ready to get in this freaking weekly pay per view, bro. Gauntlet for the gold. Loser gets fired. Tag team titles. Bob, close the page. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop looking. There's a Cassidy Riley, Chris Harris against the Young Dragons. Oh my god! From 2000. Dude, that's insane. Holy shit. Okay. All right. That's we'll, insane. We'll get back to this. If that channel ever gets fucking kicked off, I'm going to be pissed. Guys, start all downloading right. the shit. Start downloading. I know. <laughs> Download it and say that, baby. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. It is the August 11, 2004 weekly pay-per-view. The runtime for this is one hour, 55 minutes, and 14 seconds. Is not 15 seconds because my PLC likes to be a second off, of course. Uh, if you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus or finding your own personal collection. Or maybe it's on YouTube because I know for sure they have been uploading monthly pay-per-views from the past. Uh, almost on a daily basis at this point for TNA. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that is when we're going to want to hit the play button. And we can enjoy this show together, hopefully. So, let's find out who will be the next X Division champion. Three, two, one, play. Well, dude, immediately we are starting with Scott Demore talking to Team Canada. Did yours just freeze as well? Yes, it did. Okay, just making sure our copies are the same because I thought I paused it. <laughs> He's saying this is one of the biggest nights in Canadian history. We're finally going to put Americans in their place. They got their own locker room, bro. They got the Canadian flag, a special white Canadian jacket hanging in the background, dude. It's not the same Team Canada jacket they're wearing. <coughs> Rude, carry this team on your sh shoulders. He's going to watch everybody else's match. He's the enforcer. Petey. 
There's names from all over the world, but no country, no place in the world can top the Canadians. Oh, so he's saying that Bobby, yeah, so Bobby will not be wrestling. He's going to watch the other guys compete. Yes. Yep. So I feel like Demore's kind of saying that Rude's like the best guy for them, right? Yeah, I mean, you're the enforcer, so. Um, I'm checking on, I was going on um, Impact Wrestling's YouTube to see. Uh, they've been uploading, dude, so many pay-per-views. Yeah. Guys, for example, we're getting dangerously close to it, so we can just say it. Turning Point 2005, uploaded a day ago as of this recording. You'll be able to watch along on YouTube for free. Now, they'll probably have ads in those, but... Hey. Unless you get YouTube Premium. Which I've considered on many occasions. I have honestly been thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's like... I really want it. <laughs> it's gotten to a point where... A video will play for three minutes, and then there's an ad, and then mm-hmm. two minutes, and then an ad. And I know they're doing that for you to get the premium. Right. Dude, against all odds, 2005. I mean, this is just stuff that we are getting close to. I mean, there's tons of other full events. Uh, we're getting a highlight package here of Dusty and Bruso's issues they got. He was embarrassed. They have to be teasing a Terry Funk-Dusty match, right? That's got to be what they're going to do. You think so? I think so. Could be. He's that offended. And they've made sure to point out that he said, you picked Terry Funk, a guy that I uh, hate. That's a good I point. I mean, That wasn't a direct quote, but that's the idea. He doesn't get along with him. Dude, oh, my God. Oh, okay. This is one I was looking for. In just a few months, we've already mentioned it. It doesn't matter. We all know what's going to happen. You can watch along. And we're going to mention this on the show. Turning Point 2004 is on their YouTube. Is uh, the paper, their first one not on there? Turn, turning Point I'm, is. No, Victory Road is. Oh, sorry. I didn't get there yet. My bad. Oh, yeah, here it is. Victory Road 2004. It's on there. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I get them mixed up. They're very close to each other. One month ago, they uploaded that one. Dude. In full. Do they know what we're doing? Is that Here's what's the thing, happening dude. here? Here's the thing. I might be tempted to get the premium when we get to Victory Road and just watch it on YouTube. Hey. I will uh, I will think about that. How much is the premium? I think it's like 10 bucks a month, isn't it? Not a like $10? Yeah, that's the only thing. Maybe not a bunch. We're still getting a highlight package. We're four minutes into the show now. Well, this is from Impact now, but... Look, Dusty's like, yo, Russo, don't you dare touch Jeff Hardy. He's my guy. I'm the guy that made a promise to me. I promised him. I gave him my it's, word. It's my word. Yeah. My word. My word. And then Russo's like, well, I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah, I know. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. Intro. Boom. Let's go, baby. The best fucking intro ever. When they change this, I'm going to be sad. 
Now, Bob, I believe we just talked about it on our last episode covering Impact, but uh, we potentially have some limited time here on these weekly pay-per-views. Hint, hint, there may only be a couple more. And uh, it's kind of just, it's not officially announced yet. Will we potentially hear an announcement on this show? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know when they would announce that, but really, if you look at it, Dallas. WrestlingFigs.com. Did you see that sign? Do you see all the signs in the crowd tonight, Bob? There are a lot of signs. Yeah, do you but know We why? are technically less than a month out. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, how many people do you think are here? There's quite a bit of signs. It's looking pretty fucking packed. I'll say 1,100. Well, you're a bit off there, Bob. We are at the biggest crowd in a long time. 1,300. A sellout. Or of course, really? Dude, 1,300. We haven't hit that since, what, Sting was here? I don't even... Well, Sting maybe a while ago not yeah. like this year let's see if i can i have my my notes here i can try to find that's crazy johnny divine doing the shocker is this taunt it's kind of weird but with eric young uh we're starting out with three life crew against team canada it looks like whoa what is that that's new what in the world is that thing it's Do like they get rid of the cages and put that well, there the, the cage i don't think has been over there it's the other side that there was there was the cage. Let's see. Nope, it's still over there. The cage is still on the other side. Because hmm. they put a pipe in it. They have a weird tube that has like the, a screen on it. That was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. That was pretty weird. Three live crew, baby. Be jizzled. Uh, I have one indie note in okay. regards to this match, and it is with Conan. Uh, on July 31st, he teamed up with Psychosis to defeat Puma and Ricky Reyes at UPW's Tidal Wave. Oh, my dog. In Anaheim, California. And if you're wondering, Puma would be TJP. Oh, there we go. I actually did know that. You did know that. I did know that, actually, yeah. Oh, well, that's a buzzkill. I kind of, I think I kind of, that's something I don't remember all the time. But I did know it. Okay, so it looks like, from my notes, the last time we were at 1300, where it was heavily papered, was on March 3rd in, uh, in 2004. And it looks like, I'm trying to see, it's kind of hard to view it in this way, but it's there is no sting on this show. This is a weird show. Is the ICP on it? Uh, yeah. That might be why. Yeah, I think that's why. But ICP, this is when they were doing tapings for the World, or the, yeah, the World X Cup. America's X Cup. Because that, that was when ICP and Too Tough Tony and Rude Boy took on Gilberti, Young, Cash. And that was like the elimination tag they did after the show. Is that when Monty Brown uh, returned? <clears throat> yes, it was. I mean, there was a Styles Abyss false kind anywhere match. There's like not nothing like mind blowing though on the card, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, we did hit twelve fifty quite a bit though, in between that time. Yeah, but the uh, ICP. I mean, they were definitely a draw. Yeah, and then whether we that, want to admit that or not. Absolutely. Now before that, we hit thirteen hundred on uh, November twelfth, two thousand three. And that was where um, Sting and Styles teamed oh, up yeah. to fight Jarrett and Luger. 
And then the show before that, we also, on November 5th, 2003, we also hit 1,300. And that is where there was a uh, non-title match between Sting and Jarrett, where Sting beat him by disqualification. While Raven and Jim, Jim Mitchell was on that show as well. There was some good stuff going on in the uh, tail end of 2003. Yes, there was. But, yeah, pretty fun. Uh, BG James here is just took out Johnny Devine, and now Eric, Eric Young's doing his dance moves to him. And, of course, BG James counters that and just gives him a right hand instead. Crowd seems pretty into this match already. They're uh, they're being vocal as BG James headbutts both of them together. Eric Young, he's groggy. He's on his feet. He's stumbling, and he fell. And BG James, I feel like, was about to grab him and do something. And then Eric Young just took the bump. <laughs> You can't sell the botch. Whoa. The number has grown above the 20 mark, they're saying, for Gauntlet for the Gold on commentary. How many guys are going to be in it? Probably 30. Just kidding. I don't know. I don't think they said exactly. They just said it's grown. There's added more people as Conan, Shoulder Block, Eric Young. Oh, Rolling Thunder. Oh, see, they threw him off. Here we go. Rolling Thunder, clothesline, because Eric Young did, like, a leapfrog with that one, and it threw him off, I think, because he couldn't do his clothesline. Johnny Devine thrown to the floor. Uh, Funny thing about that, uh, I meant to mention this, the Conan-Sal Renaro explosion thing. Yeah. So I was watching it, and Conan came out, obviously, and Borash, like, had the microphone out. For the like a promo, mm-hmm. and then Conan said no, and then you could see JB go, no, no, no promo. <laughs> like Conan didn't want to talk. Yeah, and he was like shocked that he didn't want to do it. So I thought that was pretty funny. Irish whip. Oh, BG James got hit by John Devine. Oh. He knocks him. Uh, he stumbled this on his feet on the apron. Eric Young comes back for him. And Johnny Devine, who then hits Conan down on the apron. And Conan said, no, fuck you. And he gets in the ring. Andrew Thomas is like, don't you dare. I know I'm going to take a rough bump in a minute, so you got to stop and go back. PG getting double teamed in the corner. Do you think that Young and uh, Devine maybe should uh, win this match? Yeah, I do. Mostly because I, the same way. I think Team Canada deserves it. I'm ready for Team Canada to, to shine here in the X Division well, and like, Tag Division. I feel like they want to push them. Oh, yeah. Team Canada is heavily featured on the shows. Yeah. But do you want to, like, overwhelm the push too early? That's a question, maybe. No, I think we could probably milk it a little bit longer because they're so hated that it, like, doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's not like... I think it's different when you're like a, a team that's like has this much heat where whereas like if you're a baby face and you keep losing and you never get the win, like people kind of can give up on you. But like when you're a heel team, they're always going to hate you. And even if you keep losing, like they're still going to hate you. That's true. Look at David Young. We absolutely despise him. And he hasn't won a match in over a year and a half. I don't know if I despise him, but you know. I despise when I. Anytime I am watching a wrestling show, and especially when it comes to reviewing one, and I see that David Young is on the card, 
I usually, by the time I get to that match, I have to take a, at least a day and a half break. Oh, come on. Before I go in, and continue my review. Well, you're going to love Slammiversary uh, 2022 then, because David Young returns. Great. Although it's in like the their first battle royal on the pre-show, which I really think you should still watch. Because it's hilarious. Well, I mean, I do want to watch the show, but I don't necessarily have the greatest of track records of uh, watching shows in a timely fashion. No, you don't. So. But I do think maybe I, we will hang out and we will watch the show and I'll watch it again. I mean, I feel like we wouldn't do that. Why? What else do we got to watch? I don't know. I feel like we uh, don't really watch wrestling together. Seems like outside a you, a you problem, of, bro. Outside of a podcast, or if it's not AEW. Seems like a you problem. It might be. Oh, Eric Gunn. Elbow oh, drop after nice Divine elbow. hit a leg drop on BG James. Going for the cover. Two. Two, and that's it. Not even his, um His elbow drop reminds me of like how Perry Saturn would do it. Oh, that's good. It's a nice-ass elbow drop. Perry Saturn has a nice one, too. What the hell was that? Eric Young held down BG James. I thought that Divine was going to go for a slingshot something, and then he just got in the ring and kicked him. Oh, here we go. Going for Moonsault? Uh, and, of course, he misses it, because I don't think Johnny Divine's ever hit that Moonsault. I feel like he has. The Divine Intervention Moonsault. Well, he missed it. So wait, look at. Did you see BGJ? He looked up like fuck. I'm in the wrong corner. He went to the wrong corner. Conan, hip toss. Hip toss. Or should pop up. That's it. Slams him down. Doesn't um, Cornette hate it when people just like push their back and not actually do the Irish whip? Uh, I think Cornette hates everything. So probably. Okay. Probably. Oh shit! Armbar. Oh crossface. Divine with a save, though. With a drop kick. Trying to divine punch and be James oh. Conan doing. Oh, what's this? He's got like a. It's like a reverse Phil Nelson. Oh, here's Bobby Roode, the enforcer. Yeah, he had like a front face lock, but a double underhook. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, Demore with the hockey stick. Demore, you idiot, going out on the side of the ring where the referee was standing. But well, I mean, I guess it was angled enough. He probably didn't see him, but. Oh shit. That's right, baby. Okay, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Team Canada has won. They are the new number one contenders. Wow. Wow. My prediction is that for Victory Road, we're going to get AMW and Team Can. Oh, fuck. Here is Dusty Rose, baby. He ain't going to let this happen. I am predicting nothing for Victory Road yet, Bob. It's not even announced. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Give me well, a couple it's been, weeks. It's been 20 years. So. Oh. Oh, fuck me. Dusty Rhodes just came out, you fucking jerk. Now the match is being restarted. A dusty finish? I don't know. This is weird. Usually I feel like dusty This is a dusty finish. Yeah, but don't usually they go the other way where it's like the win that you want to happen happens and then they restart it and then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of weird, but whatever. Fine. I know that they're going to lose now. 
Fuck me, bro. And they, like, instantly. Instantly. That's the saddest shit I've seen all day. I mean, the three life crew is super over, so. And I guess technically we do have heel champions right now. Yeah, but I don't really like three life crew. I know you don't. I don't dislike him as much as you do. I like them more as like an act than like in the ring, but I would like them if they're just if they're there putting over other guys. Demore is like stripping. He's down to his shirt now. He's like I, I like uh, I like Ron. Oh yeah, Ron Killings easily Ron the Killings best part of it. Absolutely. But VG and Conan, they should just be putting guys over, in my opinion. At this point in their both of their respective careers, yeah, I mean, yeah. Demore's trying to go after Dusty. Team Canada's not allowing it. Would it be, like, weird for me to get a Canadian muscle shirt like Bobby Roode has on and wear it, even though I am not Canadian? No, but you like you like him. You yeah, think it's because I like Bobby Roode, and then people would be like, dude, that's totally understandable. I like Bobby Roode, and I like Canada. So for all of our Canadian listeners out there. You do. We love you. You're basically our neighbor. Yeah. I want to. I want to come inside of you soon. What? I want to go to Canada. Yeah, but you just said it. Did you say it not that way? I said I want to. I want to go inside of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> That's, what I, That's what I thought you said. Yeah. Of course. Oh, dude, we forgot to mention this one. There's a Goldilocks contract uh, thing going on tonight. We do not know yeah, who. I mean, I can't spoil it all, you know. Well, we're getting a highlight package. We are 18 minutes, 41 seconds into the show. Don't you know that I set you up to this desire? Um, I don't know if they're going to show them on the show, so. Did you see... On our Twitter page at Cross the Line TNA. If you guys don't follow us, be sure to go over on Twitter and follow us. Did you see Hernandez's response to the tweet of him in the league guard? Because that did. made me laugh pretty hard. I did see that. It was like a gif. Uh, I don't even know how to describe the face, but it was it was pretty funny. It's basically a gif of like uh, I forgot that that happened. Yeah, yeah like uh, oh, yeah. that's me. Oh, good. Nah, that's pretty funny. I got a kick out of that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Who do we think is going to be the contract that's going to be put up here? Dude, I literally don't know. And that it, it's it got to be someone who has a contract, right? I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, you, I would have to right? think so, yeah. Can't be D-Ray, can't be Shark Boy. Could it be D-Lo? They, they were teasing his return with those weird packages. Yeah. That'd be a weird thing to put him in, but I, I guess that could be a thing. Um, Desire ain't gonna wrestle. Maybe oh my god! Oh my god! Look at Sunny Saki pretending to rub Goldilocks's feet. Alex Shelley holding a mirror for her. We have a new backstage interview set up. Look at that—the metal thing. Shark Boy. Is is like, oh, it is backstage. I thought maybe it was like in a different room. It looked like it because of the plant, but. Uh, Shark Boy is her stool. 
Wait, this is Shane Douglas. He hasn't done interviews on the pay-per-views, right? Only on Impacts. I thought. Um, no, we've seen him on the pay-per-views. We did. Yeah, because he okay. went to that uh, room with, the, or that like building oh. where Raven was at. Okay, you're right. So Here's D Ray. Oh, he's saying he was in the bathroom. He had prunes or something. He said. I had prunes. He said. Do you know who Desire's Mr. Opponent is going to be? Desire cho choosing. The Chosen, point. yeah. She's not competing. Oh, it could be you about Shane Douglas. And here's Abyss walking and staring at Shane Douglas like, yo, is it you, you bitch? <laughs> oh. Don't you ever be late to one of my meetings again, Abyss. Oh. Yeah, this. Oh, I don't even need you coming to a meeting. Because you disgust me. You're hideous and I don't ever want to look at your face again. Well, good thing he's got a mask on. Do you understand me or are you deaf too? Oh my God, tell him to get against She's the wall. Pissed. This meeting is adjourned. This is weird. Okay, so Abyss is just like... Whew. I mean, I as long as they do it in Nashville, uh, the moment that Abyss does turn, it'll probably get a pop. But, I mean, the storyline is just... I feel like it's just weird for Abyss. I agree. I I don't mind what's going on with Baby Bear Alex Shelley here who's coming down to the ring with Goldilocks. I don't mind Goldilocks's character. I don't even mind Shark Boy and D-Ray going along with it. Abyss just feels so out of place to me. Yeah. She's been infatuated with her baby bear, Alex Shelley. There's a contract. There's the briefcase full of money. Odd that she didn't come out with her own case of money, but... Okay, so this, like, weird tube also plays like they're little trons. I mean, this is desires. I don't think I've ever in my life remember seeing that tube thing. Here's Desire. Even when I was reviewing these shows, I, I've never in my life remember seeing that. So that's okay. pretty That's pretty weird. Yeah, I think it's weird. Okay, who we got? Don't recognize this music, I don't think. This Let's music has definitely been used for somebody else. Oh my god. Okay. It's fucking ECMO. But that's not why I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out because he just hit the fucking stage and knocked the TNA logo down. Did he? Dude, it's down. Why? Hold on, look at it. Look, it's down. He knocked oh, the it whole is. thing almost fell over. Wow, dude, ECMO making his return. I don't think we'd ever see him again. Wow. Well, uh, in case you're wondering about Mr. ECMO. Yeah, what's he been doing? Jeez. Well, let's see. The last time we even saw him. Uh, holy smokes, man. It was not. Oh, it was in 2003. Yeah, that makes sense. The last time we saw him was back on November 19th when he teamed up with Sonny Siaki in a losing effort against CM Punk in Julio De Niro. Holy crap. Now, since yeah. that time, he has been wrestling regularly for All Japan. Oh. Uh, and he is part of the group of R-O-N-D, which is, of course, with D'Lo Brown. With D'Lo, yeah. And Bull Buchanan. And it looks like they've been on a freaking winning streak. 
in all Japan. They have not lost. Well, they lost one match. Well, now I lied. They lost a couple of matches in a sixth in a six man, but they probably won at least eighty five percent of their matches in six man uh, confrontations. But yeah, that group is on fire. They are getting a huge push. It looks like. Wow. So good for them. Uh, interesting match here, along with uh, Buchanan and Taka Michinoku back on July 18th, which was the last All Japan uh, match they had before this show. They defeated Animal Warrior, Gran Hamada, and Robert Gibson. Well, <laughs> that's weird. And if you're wondering who, if uh, Animal Warrior was Road Warrior Animal, yes. But I Robert was... Gibson is in the... <laughs> what a random... By himself, here he is. What a random freaking thing. Desire slaps Alex Shelley. I mean, ECMO makes sense here since it's Desire trying to get someone to help, essentially. You know, it's he's obviously related to Siaki. They were tag team partners. It all makes sense. I mean, I'm, There's, I'm not. Yeah, I'm connections. Not, I like that there's, it's not just a random person. So this is kind of fun. Except for the fact that he doesn't have a contract. Unless so, they're saying that he does. Yeah. Look. Tanae talking about his Japan run right now. Goldilocks coming up as ECMO's on the middle rope. Maybe going for like a Vader bomb or something like that. Oh, he's going to grab her. Nope, Desire comes over and scares Goldilocks away. And now Desire's chasing her. They're both running in high heels right now, which seems very dangerous. Oh, somehow ECMO got taken down. Traffic to the face by Shelley. Did Alex Shelley uh, do anything or no? He had a boring weekend. Uh, no, he did. And for some reason, I wasn't going to tell you. So <laughs> on July 31st, uh, Alex Shelley... Challenge for the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Championship, which is held by P.D. Williams in a best two out of three falls match, which P.D. Williams won two falls to one. And that was at IWA Mid-South Styling in the summertime in Highland, Indiana. And then on August 7th, Alex Shelley won a four-corner survival match when he defeated A-Steel, Jay Lethal, and Too Cold Scorpio at Ring of Honor's Testing the Limit. I don't <laughs> think I realized that Too Cold Scorpio wrestled in uh, Ring of Honor. I don't know if I knew that either, actually. So, that's pretty freaking weird. But whatever. Whatever works. You're learning something new every Thursday and Saturday here on the TNA Crossline Podcast. That's true. That was a nice super kick by ECMO. Oh, wow. Oh, here comes Goldilocks again. And Desire is still chasing her. Goldilocks rolls into the ring. Mike Posey's like, God damn it. Goldilocks ran into ECMO, knocked out of her shoes. Literally knocked out of her boots. Her shoes, yeah. High heels. Desire goes after. We had a cat fight in the asylum, dude. You can tell Mike tonight does not give a He's like, you want a cat fight? You got it. Like, yeah, he does this not give a fuck. This isn't Joey Styles freaking out over it. Oh, dude, ECMO going to the top rope. Oh. oh. 
350-plus pound frog splash as Mike Posey's trying to break it up. Mike Posey's trying to break up the cat fight, even though his, they're, they're not affecting the match at all. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Here comes Abyss. Why does he hit himself with a chair? He's got a steel chair. Oh. Oh, oh my God. The chair dented over his head. And again. Bounces off. Black hole slam. I mean, today's being pretty casual with the two steel. I mean, those were shots. Those are pretty brutal. They whacked him over the head. Holy shit, dude. Alex Shelley pins ECMO. Dude, that was nuts. Well, Abyss has got the money safe in his hands. I had a feeling Abyss was going to get involved because I don't know how else they could have gotten around this because I did not think ECMO was winning. But now is ECMO going to be around still and just do shit? To, unless, I mean, I doubt it. Or was it for... Was it for... Wait, this is... Did I misunderstand this? Was this for Desire's contract? And she got to pick the person? You know, that's a really good question. Oh, I wonder if it is. Oh, my God. No, it's a... What is it? A dog collar? Oh, are we going to get a dog collar match? Uh, it was, it's, Ex, it's ECMO's contract versus Goylock's money match. Okay. Um, Sabu just dragged Raven to the ring with a dog collar on his neck. He's in the ring getting chairs thrown at him. This is definitely not done between these guys. No. Oh, my God. The chairs getting thrown at Ravens. Like I said, dog collar around his neck. And not both ends. Just one dog collar and a long-ass chain. He's getting buried in chairs right now. And they all fell off except one, and that's okay. Sabu said, fuck <laughs> it. Like, drop anyway. You put a handful of chairs on there and only one stayed on. That's great. Oh, no. Okay, well, this is not something unnormal in the asylum, but he's hanging Raven, or trying to hang him. Oh, here we go. He's on the top rope. Pulling Raven with the chain. Oh, shit. Sable oh. got pulled down. Hits the guardrail. Oh, my God. Raven had over a dozen stitches from their last encounter. Well, it was quite violent. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, there's a table. You see Bob in the front row there in the blue shirt. Yeah, you wish. Your son, you wish it was... Okay, well, Sanjay didn't last long because now Raven has control again. I think I would like to see a dog collar match between Raven and Sabu. I think that'd be pretty damn good. Sanjay, but... Oh, ducks the clothesline and... Oh, shit. Sabu, was it a, dra a drop kick to the knee? Raven gets face planted on those chairs. Dutt is setting up that table in the corner. I think it's going to fall. I don't know. It's pretty close. Oh, here's security and referees. And if they're really going to set up a table and not use it, it may be really sad. Yeah, that's what's happening. Raven got pulled out of the room. 
Oh, fuck. Right? Sabu and Sanjay just punched the security guards. What if they were like, oh, we didn't use the table? Watch out. Oh, holy shit. Wish I dive. Dude, that was awesome. They kept the camera shot on the security and referees holding Raven back, and Sabu fucking flew out of nowhere. Yeah, he did. I love stuff like that. Like, the shots where you don't expect it. Yeah. They can't hold him back. This guy's a lunatic. I'd laugh if they were still attached at the collar, but they're not. Or were they ever really even attached? I don't even know. Um, that's a good point. Raven goes through the ring, out the other side. He's kind of busted a little bit. The stitches loosened up, it looks like. Sabu's pissed that he got away, but it appears that we aren't quite done with these two. Yeah, Raven is bleeding. I mean, I'm kind of surprised they do another match, but potentially it doesn't well we don't know for sure it's supposed to be one and done but sanjay being involved might mean it might not be quite a singles match i don't know we'll see there's just a really we're seeing a jeff hardy uh highlight package here and we got a really cool this one dude look at that angle oh my god look at this camera shot from fucking above the ring from impact what the yeah, hell that's a nice angle camera that was really cool and him coming out with the lights all glowing and shit i'm here for it this look when he signed the contract, don't really like that weird hat. Hulk Hogan tried to come to TNA. I took him out. He knocked him clear back to California to sting. I'm packing your bags. Don't, whenever you see Hogan, don't you just have the urge to watch Hogan's no, Hogan Knows Best? Uh, I'm going to say no. What? Come on. Me and Austin were just talking about Hogan Knows Best recently, and it made me want to watch it. That show is good, just for the sole fact that every episode Hulk Hogan tries to have sex with um, Linda, and every time she's like, no. <laughs> I'm buying it on DVD. Those are expensive. Really? I don't think I don't think there's a box set for it. I think it's like individual seasons. And whoa, I remember whoa, whoa, whoa. I, well, everybody told him that's... Jeff Jarrett versus Hardy. There's mystery. Question mark, question mark, 2004. Swanton versus Stroke. Wait. Special announcement. Mike Tenay's in the ring. Oh, God. Hold on. The championship committee. Harley Race, Terry Funk, as well as Larry Zabisco, has set the date for the next title defense. Let's see. For the NWA title. The crowd is acting as if he's not over the house, Mike. But whatever. It doesn't really sound like that he that he is. The Stroke versus the Swanton, the King of the Mountain versus the Charismatic Enigma. Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy. The date: September the eighth, two thousand four. Oh, wow! Right here at the Asylum. They did cheer for that, so they heard that. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, here comes so, the alpha male. Now, okay, so that date should sound very familiar to people because if you listen to our last episode, that was the rumored date of our last uh, weekly pay-per-view. Right. 
Hmm. If so, what a way to go out. And do you put the belt on Jer- Jeff Hardy? Although here comes Alpha, uh, the Alpha Male, Monty Brown, and he's pissed that he's not in the match. I don't know. My gut, Bob, almost says just do it. Um, okay, so Monty Brown's saying now... It might be a good way on. to close out the time, yeah. Well, that's kind of what I mean by it. Alpha Male is saying... Give me the date out of where I get the winner. Now, this all being said, Monty Brown 1,000% should be in that match. Well, here comes Ron Killings. Looks like I bet you we're going to be getting these two in a number one contender match. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. Running your mouth doesn't get you nothing around here. You earn your spot. I think I think he did. Oh, Jeff Hardy, he did be on a spot by beating you. I guess that's a good point, but. Oh, shit. Basically, he said, you'll get your shot by getting through me. And here we go, dude. We have some more security, more referees in the ring. Pulling these guys apart. Well, we're getting a pull apart here. This is pretty chaotic. I do think it's kind of funny that they showed the graphic for the match without the date and then immediately after announced the date. I would almost have rather than just announce it on that, like you're saying, on that that graphic. Well, even today being like, that's right, on September 8th. Okay, either do it like that or just save the graphic for later in the like the end of the show on pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, that is pretty big. I mean, that's pretty big news. I have to assume, if it's already rumored, they have to know that's the last pay-per-view, but when are they going to tell us that? Well, if I if I had to guess, they're probably going to want to wait so that the Nashville crowd doesn't say, well, then fuck you, we're not going to come. You think they would? I almost look at it like they would be... Uh-huh. They're still getting pull-aparts, by the way, guys. Um, I almost look at it like oh, fuck, we can't miss this because it's the last one. Oh, here's Dusty. Whoa, whoa. Does does everybody here in the asylum see what I'm seeing? Talking about seeing the good fight between these two men. He doesn't need Vince Russo to come out here and make a decision. Right here. Next week. The truth, Monty Brown. Wow. Next week, the truth in the alpha male face off in the asylum. That'll be good. I can't wait for Russo to be like, Dusty, you can't do that. And he's going to be like, I gave my word. My word. I gave my word to Ron. I gave my word about it, bro. That they'd be able to fight. Okay, we're getting a highlight package here for the David Young losing streak situation. We are 40 minutes, 21 seconds into the show. That was a good segment. We were talking about them not featuring the, like the the uh, heavyweight title pitcher guys in matches, but I think that was a that was a good replacement to that. 
I mean, it was, it was what it was. It wasn't anything earth-shattering. No, but I liked it. I think it was good still. I didn't need earth-shattering to enjoy it. I do. Get out of here. Mike Posey and Glenn Gilberty. I can't beat a referee. I can't. I was trying to yell to Mike Posey at a, 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 a AW Dynamite show recently how I really enjoyed his match with David Young in 2004, but I don't know if he heard me. Uh, I'm going to say no. How many people in that crowd at that show, Bob, do you think knew that David Young and Mike Posey had a match? I'm willing to bet none of them. Yeah, no kidding. There's no way. <laughs> Absolutely no way. <laughs> I would have laughed if like somebody next to us or in front of us was like, "Dude, yeah, that is a good match." Dude, that so the guy in front of us was uh, turned around and goes, "Dude, they pop big with that drop kick." <laughs> That's never going to happen. One more chance for me to beat you, Glenn. This guy has gotten one more chance. I know. 15 times. Look at, wait a second. We're interviewing Glenn Gilberti backstage. He's like, for the first time, I don't look like a leprechaun. And Swinger is spray bottling himself and fanning himself. We're wearing the coconut brown grass skirt. Has it has it been sixty days or whatever? I man, it, I'll be honest. It it might have been. It has been quite a long time. I don't know. I feel like it hasn't been. Wow. He's talking a lot of shit about David Young. Yeah, he is. That's it's talking about this is why he's not dressing wrestling gear. He's here for a fight. So are we treating this as maybe a street fight? Whoa. Okay, Vito's here. He had his final match here, but here's he's still appearing. You understand Paizan? I don't know what that means, so it's probably a bad word. Paizan is like uh my Paizan. Isn't that like Compadre or something like that. I don't. How do you spell Pison? I feel like I'm way off. Maybe it is not what I think it is. I'm Pison, not Italian. Maybe. I don't know. It comes. From, wait. No, that's not right. <laughs> that is not. What, oh wait, here. Why do Italian? This is Google. Why do Italian say Pison? Oh yeah, I mean it's kind of like that. It it. Literally, like, person from the same village, a term of greeting used among southern Italians, particularly yeah. immigrants to the U.S. So, yeah, it's kind of like, like you said, compadre, compadre. friend. Yeah. All right, yeah. good. Okay. I just thought it was a bad word that I was repeating, and then our Italian fans would be really upset I'm saying it. Well, I was nervous that, that it was a bad word, and I was going to show ignorance that I didn't know what it meant. Oh, okay. But I guessed, and I guessed right. Okay, here was, here's Glenn Gilberti. Dude, I kind of like this, like, pole thing. 
I don't know if we if that follows them to uh, Orlando. No, I don't think it does. But I guarantee victory for David Young. Someone sign says. Oh, and nine. Wait, I thought it was higher than that. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's been that. Yeah. That doesn't sound as um, exaggerated as they definitely could have gotten it. No. Well, the match has officially started. David Young, Children Block. Gilberti's got David tied up in the ropes. He's sitting on the middle rope with his face over the top rope, and he just ran the ropes to knock David Young to the floor. That is true. He was vying for it, uh, vying for the world championship. At, at one point, as we've mentioned before, Gilberti was almost the TNA world champion. Uh, there is one. Yeah. How, there is one indie note here. And it's for Mr. Glenn Gilberti. He teamed up with Big Daddy Frank to oh. defeat Kenzo and Mr. Spa Fitness <laughs> at <laughs> HCW's Battle Hawaii. That was the match in Honolulu, Hawaii that Disco Inferno took. Wait, who is Mr. Spa Fitness? <laughs> uh, there, I can't click on it, so I don't know. Oh, it's just come on. Dude, I love that name. I need to know who that person is. So now here's the thing. I don't know if we mentioned this when you noted that he took that booking. But there was apparently Sting and the Great Muda teamed up to defeat Diamond Dallas Page and Satoshi Kojima. Dude, what? Yeah. Grandmaster Sexy and Rikishi defeated Cholo and Chris Kavanaugh. And in the main event of this, Kinsuki Sasaki defeated Kamana. Interesting. So there are some names. Kaz, Kaz Hayashi was on the show. Okay, it appears that Mr. Sp- Mr. Spa Fitness <laughs> appears to be, he must be in a, a Hawaii uh, original because I found another website from it's the H HCW, which is the same. Is that the same company you were just talking yes. about, right? Um, and he, this is from a 2003 card. Um, and on the same show where Mr. Spa Fitness <laughs> lost to Rot, <laughs> lost to Rottweiler. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there was also Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask uh, on the card. Masahiro Chono. I mean, dude, this this company brings in some names, man. Yeah. Unfortunately. I can't find out who Mr. Spa Fitness is. That's a shame. Wow, I really need to know who he is. Gilberti's going. Right, yeah. Gilberti's trying to cover him quite a bit here. It's not working. I love that Gilberti's dressed like a street fight and David Young's just in his gear because he's just here to wrestle and Gilberti's like, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. Kicking him in the corner. I mean, David Young kind of treating this as if it's WrestleMania six is a bit, uh, a bit ridiculous. I mean, I know he's desperate to keep his job, but it's not that big of a deal. Throws him out of the ring. 
Look at Gabri yelling at the crowd. Or, sorry, the, the announce table. Oh, throws him into the stage shoulder first. Oh, my God. He just keeps kicking him. Back to the ring. Is David Young going to be able to get the elusive victory? If there's a guy to beat, finally, and end it, it's got to be Gilberti. Even, even if they didn't have this step, it's got to be Gilberti. Yes. Because he's the one who's, like, essentially shunned him for losing so much and kind of fell on the street because of him. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think you want to sacrifice anybody else to lose to a guy that hasn't won a match in forever. Yeah, I mean, unless it was literally a no-name guy, but they've already had him even lose to a referee to like D Ray 3000 right. to shark boy to the minis that were essentially brought in as like an attraction. Yeah. And that wasn't even officially a match, but you know what I mean? Some silly shit. Irish whip comes back. Gilberti with a clothesline and he goes for another one. The crowd is pretty fucking dead. Well, I mean, it's David Young and Gilberti. Oh man. Well, what that was, was a that? miscue. Not good. Someone just yelled, Come on, David! Well, the they're starting to chant for him. For David. 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 Oh, of course, the referee went down. Well, he should put Andrew Thomas in it, but he had to be Mike Posey because he had fought him in a match. Oh, right. oh, 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 what is happening? I have no idea. I just went. Oh, he avoided the, uh, <gasps> the spine master buster. of the spine oh, buster. No. That is a signature move. Don West knows what's going on. He's coming through to himself, and here comes Swinger. Oh, he's got, like, foreign <laughs> brass, brass knuckles. The largest brass knuckles I've seen in a while. Tape knuckles. Oh, shit. Square on the top of the head. Wouldn't you want them not to be taped? That way it would hurt real bad? Well, I don't think they're, like, actual brass knuckles. I think they're... I think it's, like, taped to, like, make your fist tighter. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're right, but I feel like I would just want it to be... Oh, right. Yeah. Well, somehow uh, David Young kicked out of that. He hasn't been able to win anything in quite some time. Irish up counter by David Young. Runs into an elbow. Oh. 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 Young countered a tornado DDT by sending Gilberti into the corner with a suplex. Swinger's on the apron. He gets drop kicked off right out of his skirt. Another drop kick to Gilberti. Don West shows. Johnny Swinger really loves that outfit, doesn't he? Why wouldn't you? Uh-oh. Going to the top. Moonsault? 
Oh, Thunder's going to hit it, but no. Basically, if you go for a Moonsault, you have to miss it these days. Yeah. No one wants to take it, and they just want you to be in pain. Swinger's getting yelled at to get down, and he did. He actually listened. Oh, because he threw the knucks in the ring. Or the tape, whatever the fuck it is. Oh! Div oh. Young stepped on Gilberti's hand. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. That's a three. <laughs> One and 93. That's amazing. That's right. That's not all. Gilberti lost, which means... He lost his job. He's gone. Congratulations to David Young. He kept his job. The single worst wrestler in the business today. Way to put over your guy. He just won a match. And you sit there and go, he sucks. What in the world? One in 93, dude. One of the biggest losing streaks ever. Gotta be. He's going in the crowd to get the love, dude. They do not care, unfortunately. Vito and Trinity in the ring. That's too funny. The single worst wrestler. Going today. That's insane. They're chanting loser. I'm surprised that Vito is here. I know. I thought he was going to be gone. Oh, look at Vince Russo being interviewed by Shane Douglas. I'm dying to know who's in charge here. Um, as one more side note, Bob, it looks like the last time that David Young won a singles match was January 14th, 2004. He did win in a tag team match, but that does not count on his losing streak. Hmm. So in January, he won. So he's 0-93. Yeah, it I'm was. gonna let I'm gonna let you know right now. At least in TNA, there is not even close to 93 matches. There's no way. Even if you there's count, no the, even if you count non singles matches, there's not even close. Yeah, there's no way. Vince, I know you. I know Dusty. Um, Bob, there's 16. He had 16 matches? If you're counting, and that's some dark, some explosion, and not singles matches. Oh, AJ's in the picture. Look at Shane Douglas's face. He, of course, is going to be like, what the hell? Don't get me wrong. Vince hasn't always made the best decisions in AJ Styles' career. Oh, he supports him 100%. Really? Is that how it is?
<laughs> the brown nosing goes both ways. Mr. Brown Nose. Oh, shit. Oh. I guess I could use another brownie point, and he decks him. Get him, Jeff. Shane Douglas is rooting for Jeff Jarrett. Dude, the sign got knocked down off the wall here, too, now. Yeah, it's tipped over. Basically, the asylum is falling apart. That's pretty. Get him, Jeff. Get him. Did Dusty just yell at Shane Douglas, what is wrong with you? Hey, look, there you can see the hard cam. And we are fighting through the asylum crowd now. Oh, he's throwing chairs. Dude, this is chaotic. Why are these guys brawling? I was going to say, I don't know if I like this, to be honest with you. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Not anymore. Styles is X Division now again. No, we've, we've pivoted to Jeff Hardy, I thought. No, Jared gets thrown over the guardrail. I'm assuming Jeff Hardy is going to come out here soon. I have a feeling. If I had to guess, I don't think Jeff Hardy's even there. Oh, you don't think he's on the show at all? No. Mm. Yeah! Yeah! Blah! 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 That's what these people sound like yelling right now. They're all drunk. Well, dude, probably cheap as fuck beer at the fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. And I know they have cotton candy, because if you spin their head one full rotation <laughs> in the cotton candy machine, you can automatically win the Dup Cup. Uh. The phenomenal one? Who's that? Oh, it's Monty Brown. That is Monty Brown. Look at Jarrett going for the Styles Clash. As Monty Brown gets to the ring, he throws Styles to the side. Oh, we're pushing each other. I mean, if he hits Jeff Jarrett, I would take that as the face turn. But I don't agree that he's officially turned face. Yeah, I don't really agree either necessarily with that. I think I think he's turned oh, face at Dave Meltzer's book. Oh, no. Oh, no. AJ, watch out. Holy oh, shit. Turning him pounds. inside out with a fucking pounds. Yeah. Period. Throws yeah, Jarrett yeah. off of him. But that's strictly to get his shots in. He's not hitting Jarrett. And here's truth. Yeah, you're right. Jeff Hardy's definitely not there, I don't think. <laughs> Rod Killings wants everyone to know he's also in the title picture. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Are we going to get a... I think we're going to get a tag team match. Jarrett with a powerbomb on Ron. Yep, there he goes. I think we're going to get Jarrett and Brown against uh, Styles and Killings. Yeah. Fall away slam. There he is. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I, Jeff Hardy is here. I fucking knew it. Damn it. Why did I even believe that shit for a minute? I really didn't think he was going to be there. He's not going to wait till September the 8th. Absolutely not.
And DDT. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to do a twist of fate. So did I. <laughs> Modest to the top. Everybody. Okay. Okay, man. That was oh, exciting. Yeah. I already forgot again about A&W. And, uh... Yeah, which we got the highlight package for now. We finally crossed the hour mark. We're at one hour. One minute. 14 seconds. Yeah, it's also another good thing that I was going to do the time check, too. That We have 53 minutes and 54 seconds left in the show. In case anybody was, in fact, wondering. This should be a good match, unless they're going to do that thing that um, Dutt and Red did where they're going to hold back since it's the first of three. But I'm, I would, not, I'm not expecting a bad match regardless. No, but I can see them definitely holding back. Now, in case, now when we were talking about uh, Hogan knows best... I've seen here on uh, Amazon and on eBay that the first three seasons are available. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. How many seasons was there? So there were four. Okay. $72.98 on Amazon. Do I buy it? I don't know. There's four, but it's, there's only three seasons like available. Oh, that's so weird. Wait, I found it on eBay for cheaper. I mean, it's probably yeah, used. So, but... DVD really, so even on Wikipedia, it says one, seasons one, two, and three were released on DVD on September 25th. So I'm assuming that season four must not be available. Available. Well, Bob, we'll be talking off air. About what? Hogan knows best. Okay. I think you know what you need to do. What do I got to do? Like, just find it for me. <laughs> just find it. I think I need to watch it, okay? If you got to know, I think I need to watch well, it. Well, judging by the... The Wikipedia page, it got canceled right when it was getting good. Because according to this, the cancellation was because there was issues between Nick, Linda, and Hogan, which in August of 07, Nick was involved in that car crash that killed his friend. Uh, Oh, yeah. Went to jail for eight months. But then also in November, Hogan had an affair with one of Brooks League friends. Oh, my God. So... During filming of the show. So uh, here comes America's one. This is that's wild, ridiculous. man. This is wild. Where to watch Hogan knows best. Technically Viacom's gotta own it, right? So it should be on like Paramount Plus. That's what I think. Hold on. What's this? Aw. Hogan Knows Best is on Amazon, but it's unavailable in my location to watch. Damn it. What kind of crap is that? Wait, the episodes are only 20 minutes? Okay, now I really need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it on uh, VH1 when it was... Oh, I, I just don't remember it being that short. I, I watched it oh, yeah, on Amazon it was as well. Okay, I want to... Maybe it was an hour, but it was two half hours, like, back-to-back or something. Oh, it could have been. 
So it looks like technically. Oh. No, that's not how. Never mind. Anyway, uh, we are starting the match off here. Christopher Daniels and James Storm are the first two in the ring. Everyone's wearing black. This is very unusual. AMW usually wears blue, and Triple X usually wears red. But every every single person is wearing black. Yeah, well, AMW will pull out the white gear when it is a big time match, though. So since it's black, do you think it's the opposite? Since it's the beginning, do you think they'll wear white in the uh, the third match? I wouldn't be surprised. Assuming there is a third match. There's almost always is a third match. Although we did, I remember we had a best of uh, best two out of three falls match with like Jerry Lynn and Skipper, and Jerry Lynn won two falls to nothing. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Oh, they're saying how AJ's going to be in the gauntlet later. How is the brawl that just happened going to affect him? That's kind of surprising that he would be in the gauntlet. I don't think yeah. I would have expected that. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Although I guess he has, I mean, they have shifted him back to the X division, I guess. Well, that's that's the part that makes sense. But then why, then the title thing with Jarrett doesn't make even less sense. Exactly. Right, that's, yeah, because now he's, then he's brawling with him. I don't know. I don't know nothing. Who knows anymore? I don't know. Harris getting taken down by Daniels. Tags in prime time. Going for a cover. Can we look at the pounce again they're talking about? Why are we getting a replay of the pounce during the tag match? Well, they're like, I know we're focusing on this match, but is there any way we could see the pounce again? Please, Keith, (laughs) in the trot. We need it. We got, uh, is that Harris? That is Harris, right? Harrison yeah, Skipper. in the ring. Match. What? Yeah. You shoulder block me. I didn't go down because I'm prime time. Prime time, baby. Oh, hip toss? No. Oh, big time clothesline by Harris. He got him pretty good. Irish whip by Skipper. Oh, here's the club to the back. Going for a vertical suplex. Holding him up. Delayed. One, two, tick tock, tick tock. 23. Okay, he just held him straight for about three minutes. Um, You knew, did you know that? The AMW had teamed up in 2016. Did we talk about that before? Hmm. I'm not sure if we did. And I'm also not sure if I knew that. The last time they teamed up, they fought the Naturals, which seemed very fitting. In 2016? 20, yeah, 2016, yeah. Not an impact. No. It was for the USACW promotion. Oh, wow. 
Uh, in case you're wondering if there's any ending notes for this match, uh, there are not. Which is unfortunate. You know, what? I like, good, I good like when Christopher for, Daniels is doing something. Well, that part is unfortunate. But I mean, good for uh, AMW because they don't seem to do a lot of indie stuff, so they must be making decent money here. They have to be. But of course, this is also according to Cage Match. And I feel right, like Cage Match right. is not necessarily the greatest resources for like really unknown promotions. Although they did know the Hawaii one for Gilberti. I don't know. See, now you got me looking at Chris Harris's cage match. I didn't even know he wrestled singles matches even up until 2018. I don't know if I knew that either. He's like doing singles and like random. Uh, there he was in a triple threat monsters ball match tag, for a tag team title in 2017 for ASWA eruption. This is in Ohio. It was the team of better than you which is Benjamin Bartholomew and J.J. DeVille defeating Abyss and Chris Harris and the Jimi Hendrix experience with Jimmy Lee and Kenny Hendrix. Huh. Wow. Leapfrog by Daniels. Skipper, or primetime, hit a clothesline on Harris and then a assisted elbow drop. Daniels can't get the three count. He almost primarily worked in this Ohio promotion, ASWA, for, like, the later part of his career. And did you know that he teamed with the masked grappler in July of 2017 to fight Greg Valentine and Slim Trimmins? Slim Trimmins. Yeah, you can't click that name, but... Of course not. Fought Abyss to no contest? Dude, this is good. This is really interesting. The crowd's into this match is now Harris and Primetime. They got the hot tag. And, of course, the Tennessee Cowboy. He's taking control. He's on fire right now. Swing neckbreaker to Daniels. Primetime stops him in his fucking tracks, though. Blocks the kick. Ducks the kick. Oh, oh, oh. A lot going on there. Yeah, Storm avoiding a leg sweep, but he, he kicked Skip right in the face for a two count. Uh-oh. Heart attack? Got That's it. right. Here's covering Skipper, and he only gets a two count. Daniel's pulling Storm to the floor and sends him into the guard railing. That match you mentioned of their final match with the Naturals is actually Andy Douglas's final match. Really? Yeah, he didn't wrestle again after that. They went 24 minutes. Yeah. In 2016. Well, you know, I, need, I, th- I, I believe, I've always thought the AMW and the Naturals had good matches, so I, it could have been a good match. I'm sure it was. I need to Prime see time. it. Primetime tried to go for the cover after the BME by uh, Daniels, but he was not able to keep Harris down long enough. Oh, Daniels going to the top rope. This. Skipper over the shoulder, and he chops him down with an axe hand. I think that Daniels might have slipped a little bit there, because usually I don't think that it's just, just that anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, one more note on this, and I'll stop looking at it. But uh, that match also was Andy Douglas's first match in six years. He wrestled March in 2010, and then didn't wrestle again until that July 2016 match. Oh boy, primetime getting knocked off the oh. rope as he was walking it. Oh, 
super kick to Daniels. They're calling for the death sentence. It's going to hit just as good in 2022 as it does here in 2004. No, primetime nope. knocks Harris out of the ring. Inside cradle. Daniels can't keep him down. I'm kicking him. He's going to do that corkscrew crossbody. Holy Whoa. shit. Yes, he does. Stuck under his legs, but. Backslide, Backslide. by Storm. One, two, no. Nope. I don't know how trading near falls on roll-ups. Oh, oh. Oh, double shoulder And they block. just run into each other. I've decided that I think Triple X needs to win this first match. That's what I think. Oh, spear. Well, I think that makes oh, one. Fucking never and mind. As soon as you say that, Harris with the spear for the win. But here's the thing: I was gonna, I was going to agree with you because AMW is usually pretty good when they're behind. Well, that too. So that's a big thing. But Underdog. my reason was because Triple X is like, we got you guys beat this many times. So I right. think they needed one more to like start it off. Be like, see, told you. Right. But you're right. AMW is definitely better when they're behind. Daniel's holding his shoulder. Storm's checking on him. So there's a level of mutual respect there, I guess. Interesting. Oh, is Daniel's hurt? Wait, Primetime's pushing them all off here. Yo, get away from him. He's my friend. Okay. Well, Skipper doing that makes it seem like it's a storyline. Right. But interesting. Shane Douglas sitting with Raven doing an interview and some creepy red lights. Sanjay Dutt has put down a challenge. Literally a year ago, these guys were killing each other. And now Shane Douglas is sitting with them on the stairs interviewing them. <laughs> Dude. Insane. That's funny. I know how competitive you guys can be. Whoa. Hangman's horror. Is he referencing so, that he beat him or something? You know, Hangman's horror? They are saying that the match with Vampiro oh, is right. Hangman's Horror 1. This is Hangman's Horror 2, they're saying. Now, this is the first time they've referenced the match with Vampiro as a Hangman's Horror match. Okay. Because it was called, let me try to get the name. It was like the, oh, fuck. Wasn't Give it like a, a Gallows match or something? Yeah, Gallows of Dream, Retri Dream Gallows of Retribution. Yeah. Two reasons why I broke that oath. One, I'm better than you. Two. Yes. It's a Blood Gallows of Retribution match, so they've renamed it. Okay. You're telling me Sabu's more than a, nothing more than a PR stunt? What in the world? You want to see something unprecedented? Stick around till next week. I'll end Sabu's career uh, prematurely. Early. Prematurely, yeah. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Quote the Raven. Never more. Sabu taunt. Never more. Wow, Bob. Wow. What is this? What? Oh no, it's the mystery guy. Oh, it's guy. a guy. Look at the head when it shows it. Dude, it's it is D'Lo. Look at his head. You can tell. 
Sorry, D'Lo, you have a very particular head shape. I don't think that's D'Lo. No, that's 100% D'Lo in that. I see it now. I don't know, man. We are getting ready for the gauntlet for the gold now. It's going to be a long one. I mean, with 38 minutes left in the show, uh, it's going to be a, a solid long match. Now, of course, we know gauntlet for the gold. After the eliminations, there is a singles match, technically, after. So. What's on Friday? Jeff Jarrett in action. And Jeff Hardy in action. <laughs> That's how we get. <laughs> That's funny. Exclusively on pay-per-view. One week from tonight. Oh. Three Life Crew and the Naturals next week for the titles. Hmm. We saw round one. Next week, round two. Look at that sign. Siaki needs the TNA title. I agree. Do it. <laughs> Run the Truth Killings versus Mountie Brown in the main event next week. Oh, here we go. Hangman's Horror 2, Raven, and Sabu. Wow. Okay, hold on a second. I I swear we looked this up and I did not see this match listed. I'm just saying. I saw this match nowhere. And we're about to get another match. This is insane. Maybe it doesn't happen. I don't know if that's accurate. Well. We'll find out. But Michael Shane and Frankie Kazarian being interviewed with Tracy backstage. Technically, the they, technically, they are still champions. So, Bob, you noted that yeah. they vacated. Technically, I think in the match, it kind of is. But Tracy has the belt still. I fucking hate that vest. I, I think it's grown on me. For, I mean, for Michael Shane. Like, it, it kind of it fits him. It's grown on me. I mean, it kind of does. I just hate it. Yeah. I guess I, mean, I think that's the point, though. I don't think I'm supposed to like it. No, you're not. You're absolutely not supposed to. For the gold. The first ever coal holders of the exhibition title. We're not Sean and Marty. We're Kazarian and Michael Shane. Now, to be fair, he is Sean Michael's cousin. I don't That's think true. we can forget that. His first, like, seven promos, he made sure you knew it. I am Sean Michael's cousin. Dude, I uh, fucking before love this that. gone for the gold, I am gonna pee. Okay, I will try to talk us through this. This uh, this highlight package. package. You, you'll be good. I'll get it. So they've mentioned again over twenty people are in this match. Let's see, Shane and Kazarian, 
Kid Cash. So we're getting some names here. That's three. Jerry Lynn. Chris Sabin. They're showing long packages here. P.D. Williams. We did know he was in this as well, I believe. Okay, come on. Nasawa from Team Japan. Amazing Red. Sanjay Dutt. So even he was kind of beat up uh, earlier as well. AJ Styles, that's 10. <laughs> Plus 10 more. We don't get to know anymore. Oh, no, we do technically know some. Like, we know L.A. Park. We know uh, Nigel McGuinness, they announced. We heard the rumors, I believe, of even psychosis. Seeing just more uh, highlights here. Look at that. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Bob, they gave us 10 names. And they and then they go and ten more, but well, we know there's that. more. We know yeah. there's more than that. They told us. Right. Every sixty seconds, so this match has to go a very minimum of like twenty minutes. But then there's a singles match. Yeah, but sometimes they fly through those. Okay, entrant number one. Oh wow, a co-holder. Of the X Division title. Kazarian. I really hope. Okay. He's got the belt on. Dude. I hope they run it backstage. And when Michael Shane comes out. He's also coming out with it. <laughs> oh. You know what? Maybe. They could do that. Yeah. You're right. I want uh, them to do that very badly. <laughs> I feel like indie notes are going to be a fucking pain in my ass to do this. It sounds like Sanjay Dutt to me. Okay. Let's start with these two. <laughs> All right, so Kazarian has one thing, I guess. Um, I probably already mentioned this. July 31st, he defeated Nasawa at UPW's Tidal Wave. Uh, and let's see what if Sanjay Dutt's done anything. Where is Sanjay? 55 seconds, Bob. Hurry. I'm trying. Dutt. Oh, you almost eliminated him already. I, I feel like Sanjay should have a good performance here. Yeah, me too. Remember, he was beat up a little bit earlier, though, Bob. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, the only thing I got, because I only do these on the weeklies here, is Sanjay Dutt defeating Sterling James Keenan on July 17th for the number one contendership of the IWC Super Indie title. Sanjay Dutt, Sanjay Dutt defeating Sterling James Keenan. Showdown in Turkey Town 3 in West Newton, Pennsylvania. Look at that. 18 seconds to spare. If only he was fighting Mr. Spa Fitness. If only. Dude. That's your other job. Hogan knows best, and you find me a Mr. Spa Fitness match. Damn it. Look up some H HCW shows. Chad Collier from the Elite Guard. You just made me laugh. Well, I drink that Coke, and now my eyes are watering, so that's good. It went right up my nose. <laughs> oh, it's burning. <clears throat> All right, let's see if Chad Collier's done anything, and it looks like he has. Oh, All right, well, God. we haven't seen Chad on a weekly pay-per-view since July 14th of the guitar on a pole. Wow. 
Uh, and since that time, he wrestled a couple of times for Ring of Honor. He defeated Danny Daniels, and, and then he lost to Rocky Romero. Death Before Dishonor weekend on the 23rd and 24th of July. And then he's been wrestling for New Japan Pro Wrestling USA as Chad Malenko. Because I guess he looks kind of like Dean Malenko. Yeah, he does. He defeated Puma on July 25th. And then on the 31st of July, he teamed up with Nigel McGuinness to lose to the IWA Mid-South Tag Team Champions Brad Bradley and Ryan Boz. La Park. La Park. We're in yellow. The formerly known as La Parka. He has the chair, dude. Sure does. Oh, fuck yeah. The crowd is going nuts for this guy. Dude, this is the OG. This is the, I love it. the WCW La Parka. We're in yellow gear. The crowd is going nuts for him. How could you not? We have formerly seen a fa- the fake La Parka, but it was actually James or uh, Chris Harris dressed up, and he did the strut, and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Now, in case you're wondering what Leparg has been up to, he's been wrestling mostly for CMLL. And uh, if you think I'm going to be able to name most of the people that he's wrestled against, you got another thing coming. But that is where he's been wrestling. He's done a lot of best two out of three falls matches. So maybe uh, maybe Triple X and AMW asked him for some advice. <laughs> they could have. Well, glad to see he's been active since uh, 2000 and whenever he was done in the company, which is before that, I think. When did he leave WCW? 2000. Okay. Good guess. <laughs> he was there early in the year. Okay, see, I didn't see him in my rewatch, so. Yeah, he was gone. Oh, you know what? He might have been in that promo. April, April 10th promo. Oh, really? He might have been. Miyamoto, he's coming back. From Team Japan. Uh, where is he on my sheet here? Uh, unless I'm blind, it doesn't have him on here for cage match. Okay, that's really weird. So, Miyamoto's been doing nothing. <laughs> he is so irrelevant to the cage match that he is not on. That actually is hilarious. He is not listed He's here. He's not listed here. And none of these other names are him, so. Right. Because he does have other other uh, ring names. Well. Oh. There goes Sanjay. I'm kind of surprised by that. He's the first one eliminated. Yeah, that's pretty pretty interesting. We have 11 seconds till the next entrant. Oh, shit, dude. LaParque. Oh. oh, boy. Jerry Lynn, it oh, sounds like. Damn it. I'm really surprised that Chad Collier eliminated Sunjay Dutt. That is very surprising. Drillin has different tights on tonight. Well, there goes uh, Chad Collier. Drillin, hey. Drillin has not had anything going on. Tilt the world, head scissor on Kazarian. He's an innovator in the X Division early on, 2002. But you guys have all been listening for a while, so you already knew that. Yeah. In the first match in TNA, six man with the Flying Elvises. How could you forget? Yeah, how could you forget the Flying Elvises won that match? I just said he fought on it, so. 
Hey, the flying gumbos are good. I don't care. Bad gimmick, good wrestlers. Bad gimmick, but good wrestlers, yeah. <clears throat> oh, middle rope, black tack. Yes! Hits it right before we, we're going to check the thing. Oh, shit. Hey. Joey Matthews. All right. We have seen him before. Yeah, I like Joey Matthews. From Fayetteville, North Carolina. Let's see what Joey's been up to. We um, haven't seen him in, it's got to be, like, two years. Uh, no, we saw him... In 2003, did we? Didn't we see him earlier here in 04? Oh, wait, did no, we? we no, no, no. No, I didn't think so. When did we see him again? We've seen him uh, August 6, 2003. He was in a four-way elimination, that Michael Shane one. Also, oh. and Shark Boy. Okay, fine. Okay, it's still been a, it's been a year then. Well, here's some something very interesting, Dallas. Joey Matthews has been regularly competing for OVW. Whoa, that's very he, interesting. He's appeared on Sunday Night Heat uh, in March and June. And yeah, he's he is actively competing for OVW. Now, he's not under contract to WWE. Okay, this, that's uh, important to know. Yeah, this is like a paid per appearance type of deal. Nasawa is our next entrant. And Jerry Lynn is out. Uh, Joey is the current 3PW champion. He defeated Slick Wagner Brown on July 17th to retain that title at 3PW No Limits. And it looks like the the last match he had prior to this in OVW, he teamed up with Johnny Nitro. Oh, shit. To defeat Chris Cage and Tank Toadland, also known as, also known as Adrenaline. I think that's very interesting that he is actively competing in OVW. And he's here on pay-per-view. He's here in TNA. Because what's even crazier is that I believe the night after WrestleMania 21 is when Eminem debuts. Oh. So a pretty short amount of time he's uh, having the biggest run of his career. Oh, fish hook on Kazarian. That looks nice. Uh, Nasawa, I don't think he's really done anything. Here comes Styles. He's next. He's beat up. Nasawa really... hasn't had much of anything. Okay. <clears throat> We've been seeing Nasawa pretty consistently, so that's not surprising. Well, that was for Nasawa. Yeah, Nasawa. Yeah. Okay, I think it is. Uh, let's see what AJ's been doing. If anything, give these guys some buckings. Let's see. Oh. Uh, Discus clothesline knocking. Miyamoto out of the ring. Nothing new for Mr. AJ Styles. Nice. We get 30 seconds to breathe. <laughs> this has been pretty fun. I've been enjoying this. Springboard flying forearm on the Sawa by AJ Styles. That was phenomenal. Absolutely yeah, phenomenal. I love that LaPark is still in the match. It's my favorite thing so far. I feel like I'd have him win it. Why not? Fuck it. Put it on LA Park. <coughs> Excuse me. Dude, Chris Vaughn? Chris Vaughn. Wow. This is exciting. Wow. I don't have his card ready to go, but I do have it over here. Let's see if Chris Vaughn's been doing anything. I'm going to say probably not. Uh, no. His last match was when he lost to Monty Brown on March 17th. 
according to Cage. Oh, wow. Okay. Also, you're probably going to laugh at this. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, oh. there's a dead baby. Woo, wiggle. Yeah, dude, yes. Uh, I turned on notifications for Brian Turner's VHS rehab. Oh, hell yeah. That way that whenever he uploads, my computer will immediately tell me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the only YouTube channel that I've done that for, is that one. Dude, Joey Matthews really uh, driving in and on Styles here, yelling at him. They've had a, they've had a couple of good matches, on, or not maybe good matches, but they've had a couple of uh, matches on the Indies. So there is a history between. Okay, them. so they're familiar with each other then. Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna be? I'd, I'd also like to say I'm a fan of MNM. I love MNM. I even liked them as a kid. Oh yeah. Which, I which, like their persona, the entrance. I mean, everything about them. Dude, I love them. They're all good. They're all good wrestlers. Yeah. Petey Williams out here. Let's see what Petey's doing. I'm in Styles. Face to face. Uh, there's nothing for Petey either. Wow. Okay, this is getting too easy now. We thought this was going to be bad. Don't ever turn your back on the competition as Styles slams Joey Matthews down and he gets eliminated. Yeah. Who's be- oh Nasawa's begging off. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Who's going to be coming out next? Oh. Is that D-Ray? I think it's D-Ray. It is. I'm surprised he's able to do this. Considering his contract is... Well, Goldie wants him to bring some gold back to his group. I I guess so. Okay. And he's gone. Well, he didn't have anything on Indies anyway, so that's okay. Good try, D-Ray. If I was Goldilocks, I'd be looking at that contract being like, wow, this was a waste. This guy can't even last five seconds in a battle royal or gone for gold. Dude, look at LaParque just taunting in the ring, dude. Oh, my God. If this was a video game, he's almost getting close to his finisher. And that's why he's doing the taunt. That's what he's doing. He's trying to get the little bit of momentum left to build it up. Right. Oh, Chris Vaughn almost out. Do not dare eliminate LA or uh, LaParque. I would love for LaParca to be like in the final four. And now this is the same LaParca who's in like MLW and stuff, correct? Yes. Yes, Yes. I'm pretty sure. That would be accurate. Next up, Mikey Bats making his pay-per-view debut here. We have seen him on Impact. He's been on Explosion as well. He is not a fan of Harry Potter. He is not like Harry Potter. But he was trained by Billy Kidman, and he is his cousin. Will he hit a shooting star press and knee someone in the face? Only time will tell. Who knows? Will that drastically change his career? Who knows? Uh, he has no indie notes, though, either. Mikey Batts and Michael Shane should be tag team partners. That way they could be the cousins of two other more famous wrestlers. There we go. I like Billy Kidman. I don't care what anyone says. I like Billy Kidman, either. too. I Just not Billy feuding Kidman's- with Hulk Hogan. Well, 
it gave us one of the greatest blade jabs ever as they reshow in slow motion. Oh my god. Hogan slicing his forehead. Yeah. My favorite Billy Kidman feud is with Shane Douglas when they have a Viagra on a pole match. Or when he showed the video footage of Tori Dude, the- birthday party and she's like in a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's eating cake. Oh my god, the fucking video. Jason Cross. Jason Cross looking more and more like Danny Doring by the minute. Did you say Mikey Bats also had no indie notes? Correct. Holy crap. Dude, why are these people doing nothing? Well, I mean, this is according to Cage Match. Well, that's right. We always got to say that. Oh, nice spinning whatever that was. Like neckbreaker. Uh, Jason Cross has nothing. Dude, what in the world? Love it. God. Somersault leg drop, and he goes to eliminate P.D. Williams. These guys need to start accepting more bookings. Jesus Cross. He was a fan favorite for us for all of about two weeks. There's still a ton of people that we know in this match that are not out here yet. Yeah, I know. That's why it's like, this is going to take forever. This is kind of crazy. Ten seconds. We're an hour, 37 minutes, 58 seconds into the show right now. Two, one. Mikey Bats eliminated. That's unfortunate. And next participant, Jarrell Clark. I like the music here for uh, Jarrell Clark. Now, he has wrestled on pay-per-view, I think. Uh, That I'm not sure of. You can do indie notes, and I'll look that up. Well, I might find that in my indie notes. Let's see here. Uh, no. He, he doesn't have anything either. God. These guys don't want to book him. Ha, he, I knew it. In uh, October 15, 2003, yeah. he was... He teamed with El Fuego on a, on a pay-per-view. Yeah, of course. Who could forget El Fuego? Exactly, and they lost to Eric Young and Sanjay Dutt. Chris Vaughn got eliminated. This is bullshit. Nassau is about to, I think. Oh, Poison oh. Rana by Jerome Clark. I'm Jason Cross. Nassau, oh, you are not like, getting the park. That sounds like Kid Cash. Where are we going to see him? Oh! Oh. Nisawa and LaPark both got eliminated by that a suplex. Bullshit. That was cool elimination, but yeah, I agree. It's bullshit. Uh, Kid Cash does not have any indie notes. Nisawa tried to get uh, uh, LaPark out with the suplex, and then they both just like fell to the floor. That's some bullshit. No Dallas with Kid Cash. I'm kind of surprised, but it's a better royal, I guess. I wonder, I, wonder if, I wonder if AJ's going to try to get some uh, revenge here on Kid Cash. And, oh, no, hit the shoulder block instead of the full moneymaker. Dropped him right on his knee. LaPark's taunting on the way out, like, thank you guys for letting me dance in your ring. Now, I got to know if we see LaPark again, so give me one second. Yes, we do. We do? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That's all I need to know. But yeah, we do. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Doesn't look like it's much, but we do see him again. Oh, here's Nigel. Come on, show his entrance. Yeah, why don't 
Dude, that looks like the... I thought he was going to look a little bit different than what I was expecting, but he's got the Show. little spiky hair. and Yeah, we needed to see him wearing a t-shirt. That was, that was very important for Dallas. Drell Clark has been eliminated. Guess what, Dallas? Nigel McGinnis has one thing. Okay, well, that's good. I was going to ask you kind of what he's been up to since this anyway. but Well, there's been a few things. But his last match was on August 7th, losing to John Walters in a number one contendership match for the Ring of Honor Pure title at ROH Testing the Limit. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, now, since, or I guess really before this, he has done, I mean, a, quite a few different things. Back on May 7th, he lost to BJ Whitmer. IWA Mid-South heavyweight title at IWA Mid-South. you got to see this. Uh, he teamed up with Chad Collier, losing to CM Punk and Colt Cabana in a IWA Mid-South tag title tournament match, the quarterfinals. Mm. He lost to Bison Smith. Oh, Jason Cross uh, eliminated, yeah. and they just said the next entrant, Bob, is Psychosis. Hey, wearing a mask. Wow. Last time he was here, back in, like, 2002, he didn't have no mask. No, and he had, like, a, diff- a whole different attire on. Like, he had the yeah. top and everything. Did Tanay just say that he's been part of the exhibition since day one? Yes. I mean, that would be accurate if he actively competed in the company for the last two years. But uh, Psychosis, I mean, I mentioned that he teamed up with Conan against Puma and Ricky Reyes, and then he's been wrestling... In Mexico, obviously. He was in the ECWA Super 8 back on April 3rd, 2004. He lost to John Walters in the first round. That's pretty cool, actually, that he was in the ECWA. Uh, Jerry Lynn? Jerry Lynn just got eliminated. Or no, it's Kid Cash. AJ Styles limited Kid Cash. Oh, Psychosis hitting the post. Shark Boy. The property of Goldilocks. Let's see if Shark Boy's been doing that again. Uh, let's see here. August 2004. He... Oh! Oh, oh, Agent hit the back of his head real good. Shark Boy doesn't have any indie notes. Yeah, great. I like, I mean, I like this for AJ and Kid Cash. I mean, no, this is good. Yeah, this is definitely an appropriate thing. Oh, here's Dallas. He's going to beat up AJ, help him out. That's right. Dallas looks like he got some highlights in his hair. <clears throat> oh, now he's going after. Now he's focusing too much on Dallas. He's going to get screwed over. Get him, Kid Cash. Crazy brawl going on. Here comes Chris Saban. I must say, this is a pretty solid lineup of guys. Oh, yeah, dude. So. Let's see if Saban's got anything going on. And it does not look like he does. No. Very limited notes here. I'm kind of shocked. 
I they all knew that they were going to be in this match, and we're like, we got to take less bookings, guys. I got to wrestle over 20 guys. Going to take the weekend off. Oh, Petey holding on. He's still alive because your feet have to touch the floor. He's absolutely right. Oh, sharp boy gone. All right, Nigel working over Chris Saban in the corner. This is be- this is before Nigel was the heavyweight champion, right? Correct. There are no notes for Amazing Red. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Nigel didn't become champion in Ring of Honor, I think, for a couple more years. He goes 7 08, maybe. Okay, that's kind of, I thought it was much later. Maybe even like, maybe even 06, he got it, but yeah, it's not for a while. Oh, well, Nigel's out, so. Petey trying to get Chris Saban out of it. We're at 21 so far. 21 Russell. Oh. So, okay, so Kazarian started off and then Michael Shane is the last one? That's weird. Yeah, I guess that's part of the stipulations. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> Kazarian trying to be Shawn Michaels and start the match and then finish it. Psychosis trying to get Kazarian out of there. Here comes Michael Shane. We have under 10 minutes left in the show. Eight minutes and 42 seconds. Who is going to be the X Division champion, Dallas? We need to know. Oh, Michael Shane immediately helping Kazarian by attacking Psychosis from behind. Kazarian and Michael Shane immediately start working on psychosis together. Okay, so we have our final, what, six guys in the ring here? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. We have Williams. Red, Petey, Sabin, Kazarian, Shane, and Psychosis. I mean, a pretty good group of guys. I do not see psychosis getting anywhere in this, though, but anyone else is kind of... I could see anything happening. I think... I think Saban could be in the final two. Uh oh. Oh, Shane almost accidentally eliminated Kazarian. I kind of like the idea. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. There goes Psychosis. There he goes. After a super kick by Shane, and then Kazarian had to pull him over. I kind of like the idea of Shane or Kazarian winning because then they could, like, then. I mean, I like them as a team a lot, but then they could have, like, a feud with, like, well, I want the title back and right. kind of do a program. I think that if, if neither one of them wins, they should definitely shift towards tag team gold. Yes, 100%. Oh. Okay, there goes Chris Sabin. Damn it. Kazarian just pump kicked them over. Red, Williams, Shane, and Kazarian. As Red hits a tornado oh. DHT on Frankie Kazarian. He fooled the Kazarian pretty good with that. Side, side Canadian leg sweep by your. That's right. Powerbomb by Shane to PD. 
Kazarian with a slingshot DDT on a PD from the apron back into the ring. The little guy. The little guy. Yep, that's who they're rooting for. The fans of the asylum are rooting for the little guy, Maze and Red. Look at it. He's got his foot wrapped around the bottom rope, Williams, so he cannot get pulled out. And Red is stopping him anyways, which is weird because, you know, it's an elimination match. But I guess then they team on him, so I get that, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Mike was sharing with a nice kick to the knee there. That's dangerous, though. Mike, I mean, Amazing Red could potentially tear an ACL. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Oh, chopped by Michael Shane. Petey just hanging out in the corner, laying down. Jab, 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 jab. You would have thought that uh, Billy Gunn trained Michael Shane with those stomps there as he was punching. <laughs> Maybe he did. You never know. He knows his cousin. That's right. In DX, I mean, who knows? No, I got to look. I'm looking it up. Oh, amazing red. Catapulted. And he head scissors Shane. Shane's eliminated. Wow. Kazarian's like losing his mind. He's not happy. Uh, Michael Shane was trained by Paul Diamond, Rudy Boy, Gonzalez, and Shawn Michaels. Paul Diamond, wow. All right, Kazarian, he entered first. Amazing Red did not enter first. He entered later, and so did Petey Williams. Amazing Red being worked over here. Could Amazing Red pull it off and win the Exhibition Championship again? Clothesline by Kazarian. Well, look, Petey Williams and him, they're like, yeah, we're going to work together. And Petey Williams is like, yeah, we want to throw him out? Okay. Of course. Of course they're going to work together. Why wouldn't they? Amazing Red took him out. Right back to the Team Canada captain. I do keep forgetting that Petey Williams is technically the captain. I mean, I've always kind of... Taken... Oh! Oh, there goes Kazarian! Wow, dude. Our final two is Petey Williams and Amazing We are Rats. guaranteed a new champion. This is pretty exciting. It's Petey and Amazing Red. Who is going to win the title? Here's we got to pull the trigger on Team Canada, right? If I had a guess, judging by even the opening segment and stuff, like, yeah, I think we might be setting up for a PD title winner. Let's see. Going for a Canadian Destroyer? No, Red countered. Backdrop. See, I want PD. I want Team Canada to, like, get something good here. <laughs> oh, I like that. Lost there. Fireman's Curious slammed Canada. Yeah, it was cool. Who can pull off the match here? This is reminding me of Puppet against T.O. Dude, one of the, you know, and Meatball. Remember and Meatball. Puppet and Meatball, dude? I mean, some of the hot, biggest matches you've ever seen. PD has stopped Red on the top rope. Oh, he gets shoved off, though. Red getting some, gets his footing on the top rope. Elbow up. drop. 
One, two, no. He ain't winning unless it's with one of his finishers. Come on, we all know this. And the crowd, they want Red to win. Oh, of course which, they do, dude. Which has been a theme since like the big since he came in. Mm-hmm. They started. They, they, I remember when he first came in, they were laughing at him, and then it took him about ninety seconds for them to be like, "Oh, wait a minute, he's good. He's wicked good." So never mind. Yeah. What the heck? He like went for a reverse DDT oh. and Red slipped out and he, well, Red Star Press. That could be it. One, two. Oh, no. and then um, the ref stopped because Bobby Roode. Why does the referee down. do that? Finish the count and then go to the guy on the apron. Bobby Roode was told to, you know, Watch essentially stop people. Red with a senton to the floor. Somersault dive onto Red or onto Roode, I mean. Oh, he took the bandana off. That's when you know it's getting serious. Shoulder block, sunset flip. Oh! Oh, he kicked his leg up. Oh, shit. He oh. grabbed the rope and Rudy Charles kicked his uh, his arm off and Red got the cover and only got that two. That was a there. very good near fall. Yeah, it was. Keep him out of this! Oh, code red? Oh! oh. Hit him so hard in the back with the hockey stick. Oh, Scott DeMore just hit, whacked him with that hockey stick. Petey's going to do the Canadian Destroyer. That should do it. One, two, three. Oh, Canada! Now, let's give it a second, because that same finish is what won them the match before, and Dusty came out and stopped it. Right. So continuity here would say that Dusty would not allow this to happen. No. Look at Demore holding up the belt like he won it. Well, he did. Because he told he probably told Byrood to go out there. Oh, I fucking oh. did it! I fucking told you! <laughs> Dusty, oh, like, no. No, no! Tune into Impact to see if I'm going to let this happen. Wait, but Russo's out oh, here. Oh, wait, Russo's there. Dude, I freaking knew it. Wait. We're not. Oh, oh, we're just going off the air. We're not actually doing the dusty. Okay, that was weird. Okay. Well. Okay, here we are. Yeah. So what do you think about that one? Thumbs up. That was a good show. I think that gauntlet, the gauntlet for the gold was better than I uh, was anticipating. I had a feeling, man. My gut was telling me. With all those exhibition guys, I just had a feeling it was going to be really good. I mean, a lot of action. And um, really, really great. I mean, the talent in it alone was, like, insane. Yeah. So, I don't know. I That was definitely the highlight of the show. I don't think there's a doubt about that. No. Um. I like the stuff they were doing heading into the title picture. Um, we got the Hangman's Horror coming up next week. We know that Jarrett and Hardy are going to be on Impact, which we will be covering in just two days. I mean, a lot of stuff went on. And we know that Jarrett and we're heading to Jarrett and Hardy here soon. Uh, so there's a lot of shit going on, dude. September, uh, September 8th. Uh, we don't know any matches for Impact, potentially, nor do we really know any of the main guys that we'll be seeing, really. Right. 
but the next weekly pay-per-view, for what we know, uh, Monty Brown and Ron Killings appears to be the main event. That's at least how they worded it. Uh, I would assume we'll see the Naturals against 3 Life Crew for the tag team titles, since 3 Life Crew are the tag team number one contenders. Yep. Uh, match two of the best of three AMW Triple X. And then, uh, as Tanae was just mentioning, the Hangman's Horror match between Sabu and Raven is uh, scheduled to be taking place on August 18th. So, a decent lineup there. Uh, I'm sure we'll pre- a- I think it sounded pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's... On paper, I would say it's stronger than this show, but I would give this show a, 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 a thumbs up. I think it, I think it ended I thought pretty it was well. Good, yeah. Not too bad. But uh, well, I'm feeling good now, man. This was this was a, a good show, and I'm excited to watch Impact as always because Impact is a breeze. Impact is so much. It's just so easy to watch. So really easy, and I hope you guys are going to listen. When we cover that, like I said, in just two days. Two days. Two, ep- two episodes a week, at least for the time being. Will that uh, Will that stop soon? You'll have to keep listening to find out. Maybe it will. Uh, all right, Talos, you got anything else for this week's episode? Are you ready to go to the Impact Zone? Oh, of course I'm ready to go. Send us to the Impact Zone. All right, guys, we'll see you in a couple of days. For another edition of Impact. Until then, for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Collin Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. <laughs>